0: And we are live! Hi everyone, welcome to our Horizon Weekly Insider number 114. Today is Monday, November twenty-nine of 2021, almost the end of the year. Thanks for joining us live here on Discord and YouTube, and please be aware that we are recording this call, but it will also be available for you to check out later in our Horizon podcast. <clears throat> also, please remember to ask your questions on Menti for the team, So we can answer the top three at the end. Let's kick it off right away with our first update from the engineering department. I'll pass the word now to Alberto. Welcome, Alberto.
1: Thank you, Angie. And okay, uh, as usual, uh, let's start with um, uh, with Zendu. And in particular, um, uh, I mentioned that uh, uh, we uh, released a, a new version of the software and we published uh, an update which includes a fix to the wallet RPC comments that is mainly related to to orphan transactions and also a minor patch to the Rescan functionality. I mean, uh, for what regards the Rescan functionality, this was a a really super corner case where uh, if a user message that was printed to the user every 60 seconds was happening Exactly in the last block rescanned, then an issue in the printed line was causing the process to crash. So, nothing very, let me say, specific to the implementation and to the functionality, but just the log line uh, that was causing the crash, but was very, very unlikely to happen. Uh, so, and, and we saw that uh, these, um, this issue was even there uh, and inherited uh, from the previous code base uh, since 2017. Okay, but now it's fixed. So um, now uh, the scan kind of functionality doesn't have even in this unlucky case uh, this this problem. Uh, the version of Zendi uh, now is named uh, uh, three zero two. So please upgrade if you haven't done it already. And um, uh, obviously, many thanks to the mining pool Solo Pool uh, for sharing very useful feedback uh, with us and helping us. Uh, let me say, finding the issue and uh, and telling us then that everything was solved. Okay, Uh, moving on uh, uh, to the proven system um, and related to the release uh, uh, that is coming after. Uh, We are continuing with the implementation of the refactoring of the GingerLib repository and afterwards uh, we will carry out the benchmarks on the refactor code to evaluate the new performances. In addition to that, uh, we have started working on the D log accumulator marlin to turn uh, the circuit-friendly co-boundary marlin into an accumulator snark for the D log R parts. I mean, sounds quite complicated, but, you know, this is what we're currently doing on that and this design had uh, already been carried out back in July, so the implementation of the primitives uh, uh, is already started, and which consists uh, in changing the API to that of an accumulator snark and adding the aggregation round for the D-log accumulators. And um, last but not least, for what regards the SDK, we are completing the C-session withdrawal uh, for the new release of the SDK. So, these were the main items, so probably all for today. Back to you, Angie.
0: Thank you so much, Alberto. Uh, Let's continue with Jonathan with the Crowd Updates.
2: Hey, everybody. Good morning. So, I wanted to quickly talk about something we haven't talked about in a while, which is how is the Community Hub doing? Is it still getting traffic? Is it still having an impact? Do people still love it? So I'm going to put a little screenshot here. Um, this is just a screenshot from this past uh, month. So what we're seeing is that since the beginning of January, uh, we're actually up 50% increase in daily users on the community hub. Um, I don't have the full numbers here, but we're talking about tens of thousands. Um, and. Th- That's really cool. So when the number of daily users goes up, that's good. But the question is, do they continue to come back and do they continue to use the site? Uh, Do they go to other parts of the site um, or are they just coming and then never coming back? So what we see is an even greater increase in the number of users that come back and that's basically called user retention. So I just posted another screenshot here So what we're seeing, again, uh, since the start of November is a 53% increase in long-term user retention. So our user retention was already good, and now it's 53% better than it was before. Um, The trend is, uh, basically, across the board, we're seeing user retention across 30 days. The users are coming back uh, multiple times over 30 days. We're seeing retention across seven days which means users come back over the course of seven days. And then also, um, usually one day retention doesn't change that much. Uh, But 30 and 70 days is a a really, we're showing really great numbers. I think part of that is due to the price of Zen. But I think mostly um, the reason for this is all of the promotion and uh, publicity around Zen do. Um, So really good results on the growth side. And that's it for me today. Thanks, Angie. Back to you.
0: Thank you, Jonathan. Now, let's continue with Lucy for the marketing updates.
3: Hello, everyone. Uh, Happy Monday. Uh, So, it's a big week for us. Uh, and we have a lot planned uh, to celebrate the uh, Zendu mainnet launch. So on the highly anticipated December 1st launch date, uh, so be sure to visit horizon.io, uh, see the new face of our uh, website. So as our project is evolving and being elevated to the next level, so is our website. So make sure that you, uh, you check it out. And also later today, uh, Rob will be joining Scott Melker on his show, The Wolf of All Street, so for a live AMA. Uh, the AMA will be live-streamed on uh, Scott's YouTube channel starting at 1.30 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. Uh, Rob and Scott will talk about Zendu, uh, Horizon, and the obvious Zendu mainnet launch. Um There will be Zane and SWAG giveaways. Uh, the AMA is only two hours away from now, so make sure that you tune in and show some community support for, for Rob. Other than this AMA, uh, Rob also has several other interviews and webinars uh scheduled uh this week and next week with with different youtubers and uh, uh and projects we uh uh we make sure that we keep him very very busy so please keep an eye on our social uh feeds for upcoming live streams and and uh interview uh interview uh videos and on the december the 3rd there will be a zen domain launch party organized and hosted by one of our project ambassadors michael from australia uh, several speaking guests will be joining the event, including Rob, Dean, Liat, and Toju, uh, from the Horizon Horizon Labs team. Uh, and, uh, our partners like, uh, <coughs> excuse me, uh, as, uh, CEO from, uh, from GameStation, CEO from Celsius Network, and community ambassadors and ecosystem investors. Uh, and there will also be Zen and Swag give- uh, giveaways, uh, as always. So it's going to be a fun event. Make sure that you, uh, mark your calendar and join us on uh December the 3rd at 8 a.m eastern time and lastly our swag store uh ran a black friday sale last friday and it was super popular so if you missed the sale that's okay because we are running the cyber monday sale today with a 30 percent off discount uh store-wide so it's it's really a good time to do your your christmas shopping that's it from me back to you angie
0: Awesome. Sounds super exciting, Lucy. Now, next we have Rosario for Product and Engineering Updates.
4: Hi, everyone. Good morning, good afternoon. What a great day. Tomorrow, or very soon, in the next couple of days, uh, uh, December on December 1st, we will have the Zendu Hard fork activation. That's an incredible day for us. We spent a lot of time talking about why this is such a big deal uh, last week, but I, I wanted to remind you, in case we have new listeners that this is, Zendu is really the, the launching point of Horizon as a platform, uh, building uh, multiple and parallel uh, independent blockchains using our uh, security of the, the proving system that Alberto uh, speaks about. And uh, just such an incredible time for, for us as a project. And with that being said. so. So Zendu is is really uh, the catalyst and something that we have been working with different proof of concepts uh, with the zk audit uh, with our partner Celsius and the the game chain with a different uh, gaming partner and other side chains that that we have been working on uh, to demonstrate use cases refine the the SDK uh, as we have it so. Those are uh, still going on in in parallel and and doing uh, very very well. So, what is it that we're focusing on? So, as we approach the the last month of the of the year, we are and we've been prepping a roadmap for uh, uh, twenty twenty since since June actually. So, we've been working and refining on that roadmap. So, over the next uh, few weeks, we will. Finalize that roadmap. We we are in process of identifying hiring needs for twenty twenty two budgets and all the the ne- necessary components. So the big push for us uh, is going to be the compatibility uh, with other ecosystems. And uh, Rob had mentioned launching a an EVM chain on our, our on our ecosystem, and uh, we are going to have a parallel push. So. We're going to have bring new developers uh, into our ecosystem, and also work our our long term play, which is a fully decentralized uh, blockchain ecosystem uh, that we are working with uh, Lattice. So I will be posting here just a, a little bit of a FOMO of the of the uh, website that we've been working with our Celsius partner. So you could see the progression of zk audit and the Uh, finalization of the proof of concept that we have uh, with them and we will be expanding on that in the following years. Uh, Thank you, guys.
0: Thank you, Rosario. Now let's welcome Rob for the leadership updates and the Q&A session.
5: I'm sorry, did someone just post a a popular question on Menti about Dean being so good looking? Or am I uh, reading this wrong? And that's... uh, I don't know, maybe maybe I'll let someone else answer that question <laughs> later on during the Q&A. Okay. Um, well, let's see. ZenDo going live this week. I mean, that is the biggest thing that we've had going on for years and obviously the biggest thing we have going on this week. Um, so quick reminder of what this means. I mean, Rosario just recapped there, and we've been talking about this basically every single week for a while. But this is that big pivot point for us as an ecosystem, really where we open it up and we go beyond just being a cryptocurrency based blockchain or, or blockchain that supports a cryptocurrency. Now we are a blockchain, of blockchain's ecosystem that can do basically anything that other, any other cryptocurrency or blockchain ecosystem can do. Everything from the DeFi stuff to, to the NFT stuff to stable coins to you name it, anything that's hot in crypto, I, maybe I should say we will be able to do. So this protocol opens up the possibility of having many other networked blockchains or blockchains that are deployed in our ecosystem, they're networked and networked in specifically what I mean here, Zen can go back and forth, and ultimately we will have other types of interoperability and compatibility across the ecosystem. but this is huge and it's huge because now we are no longer just call it a cryptocurrency right a coin that's out there with really a single use case and some other you know ambitious use cases we originally thought we might want to do on this. Um, kind of Bitcoin-like blockchain. Now, we have one of the most sophisticated blockchain protocols on the market, Um, or we will on December 1st. It's out there now. It'll be activated on December 1st. All right, so huge congratulations to the team, to the community for sticking with us all this time. And really, specifically, what I want to say is, uh, so Alberto and and the team, the engineering team in in particular, who have been working like dogs this entire time, Uh, deserve a lot of credit. They deserve a lot of credit, not just for the ingenuity of building something totally unique, but actually working nonstop to make this a reality. You know, coming up with something that that is different and unique and innovative is one thing, to have a a great idea, it is something completely different to be able to execute that idea and bring it into reality. And that's what they've done. All right, so this is something that we should all celebrate and be extremely proud of. I'm probably going to botch this, but I, I do want to give some specific mentions here to that team. And all of the main chain work that has gone on here from Alsala, uh you know one of our our you know key NTT partners, Alexander, Paolo T, Chronic Luigi on the testing and deployment side, always absolutely critical to any type of deployment and they're with the team nonstop. Zine, marco yuriko rodrigo lewis on the tool side making all of the supporting stuff to to make this a successful launch luca and julia angie on the pm on the pm team rosario obviously managing the the pm team and product and making sure that everyone actually does their jobs to to make this and you know we make sure we don't miss big gaps and really the entire team in general for making this delivery possible it goes beyond the technology We have an entire team out there that is coordinating with mining pools, node operators, exchanges to get support for this important software upgrade. Really, the way we work is as one holistic team, right? And the team has done a phenomenal job, and I stand by my statements all along that we have one of the best teams in crypto, and now getting one of the most innovative protocols out to market is just testament to that fact. Software releases can seem routine, but this one is anything but routine. Uh, like I said, the team has walked, like worked, like dogs, and I just want to say, even just an example, I woke up Saturday morning to Luca sending a picture of pizza that he he bought for the team in the Milan office because they ended up working throughout the weekend to make sure that this this uh, launch is successful and we have the latest release out there. This type of dedication is not normal, and we're really fortunate to have this kind of team and these kinds of people on our side. All right, so just huge. Uh, you know, congratulations, thank you, applause to you know the team that has really executed to make this happen. Now, what I will say from a strategic perspective, this was our main focal point. And this was our main focal point over the last few years when we had no resources. Like we we were just the, the limited resources that we had weren't enough to even support the team that we had. And we went through a lot of stressful times and the community stuck with us through these stressful times and it, it was brutal. Now this last year has been a really exciting one for crypto But this has not been our experience over the entire course of this project's history. The fact that we have people that have stuck with us from team members, absolutely critical team members, uh, to leaders in the organization, to the community is is absolutely fantastic. And personally, I'm just very humbled by it. Specifically, this is our biggest software release, absolutely uh, huge. And it is our true core innovation and contribution to this industry. it encompasses hundreds of thousands of lines of code across thousands of software files we've mentioned the magnitude of this in the past and it's taken us a few years to do. Ultimately, what it gives us though, is we replace centralized certifiers with snarks so that we can finally have a totally decentralized sidechain ecosystem. What this means is that we can have you know thousands and, and our estimates look like up to 10,000 blockchains that are part of our ecosystem, sidechains to the, the horizon main blockchain. That work with Zen. They work with Zen from staking to transaction gas. They really they allow us the ability to have flexible blockchain development happen in a way that is truly scalable. Scalable from the transaction throughput, but also scalable from just functionality, rather than having to choose a specific architecture with a spe- that has implications. For specific type of developments, like what if we had just gone with an EVM chain as our our core blockchain is just an EVM upgrade, or had we just chosen some other architectural path that did not afford us this massive flexibility, we would lose out on the optionality of what could be built in this ecosystem. Now, next comes the SDKs to make this protocol actually useful. We're gonna be releasing releasing a short order, so there's an SDK being released with, with Zendu, but the really powerful ones, the, the ones that I think you're going to have tremendous uh, adoption. Are going to be Blaze, we talked about, the super fast SDK that has transaction throughput we estimate to be about a thousand transactions per second. Lattice, the totally decentralized one that uses Snarks and recur- recursion to keep the chain footprint succinct. Uh, and now our recent prioritization of an EVM compet- or capability here. So we have a lot going on, and you're going to see uh, a subsequent you know, set of releases that are gonna have big impact to the ecosystem. Now, like I said, it's taken us a few years with limited resources to get to this point where we are. Our capacity as an organization, our capacity as an ecosystem has never been this large, right? And you're just seeing some of this being delivered. And the pace of the other projects that we're doing is just accelerating. So a lot more is going to happen here. Uh, And, you know, I, again, I I don't wanna spill the beans of everything that's going on, but I, I do have a few things that I will mention because yes, this Zendu release is absolutely huge and there's a lot going on around that, but there's a lot more going on in our ecosystem as well. It's just going to be flooding and kind of cascading forward as we get this innovative capability to market. So I was, as just an example, I was I spent this last week in a Latin American country uh, giving a few talks, one of them an official invite by the government of that country. uh, And I have to say, there was a lot of FOMO in the country. So the, the country, is, I, I can say, is paying very close attention to what El Salvador is doing. And not that they want to go and just mimic what El Salvador is doing, because they want to take their own path. Now, they they realize that what El Salvador is doing is signaling that this technology and what's going on in crypto is important. There's something really important going on here. So they're interested and in, across the board. From, I met with several government agencies interested in transparency via blockchain. I met with several banks interested in this tech, where my message was simple. The message was, dive in now or become irrelevant tomorrow. And I sensed a healthy dose of FOMO that I was really excited to see, not just from a business perspective, but it's really nice from this revolution of an industry that we are working on here together is getting real traction, right? People are noticing. We're carving out a university partnership in this country, a major university there, who's also interested in helping out with ecosystem governance on our side. They wanna be part of that, which I think is fantastic. And they're also working on, they wanna work on some use cases for how crypto can be useful to normal people in this country and in the broader developing world. So there's a lot going on there. Met with a big development shop there, a huge software company that has a lot of software engineers that wants to partner with us. Met with a private equity group, that wants to work with us across a number of projects. One of them I thought was kind of fun was uh, working with the biggest gym franchise, like <coughs> um, gymnasium, you know, like a workout gym franchise in the country. Uh, met with the most successful and I would say personally uh, I find most interesting <coughs> tech startup in the country that provides electricity, power, internet services, and basic like electricity to have light bulbs and refrigerator operating in remote parts of the developing world. Really excited about that one. And overall, I have to say, this is just a super positive trip. And I want to give a big thanks to Christian for organizing it, Angie and Rohan for you know being there and supporting with all the important stuff that was ongoing. Let's see. Also, there's there's an absolutely huge. Uh, I'll just say, metaverse partner that we're we're uh, in final stages of signing right now. I I really don't want uh, that handsome guy Dean to be mad at me for spilling too many more beans on this one, but this is one that I could see. Um, it, it's going to happen. We we met last night on Sunday night to work through you know some of the final parts of the engagement so that we can do a joint announcement around Art Basel in Miami this coming week. So there will be imminently more news on this one, but it it is probably going to be uh, you know if not the I would say for sure one of the most interesting and important use cases being built natively in the Horizon ecosystem. So I'm really pumped for this one. Um, and let's see, so I, I my prediction is this project <clears throat> will be one of the hottest ones in 2022. And they've chosen to build in the Horizon ecosystem. This, this is huge from, yeah, there's a bunch of buzzwords like metaverse, NFT marketplace, tons of NFTs being issued and traded in this environment. Uh, multiple token launches will happen. Stablecoin will happen. So basically, it's that it's that full package of what we're looking for in a single partner. And this is one that I'm extremely pumped we're going to be a part of, and the team behind it, uh, I, I could not be more impressed with. These guys have tremendous experience building and launching and running some of the biggest and most important um, you know, uh, video games in, in history, and now they're going to be working with us. So there's one, one, uh, one, one other example of some of the big things that are coming here. And final note, with everything that's going on, I'm realizing more acutely every single day how capacity constrained we are. And despite hiring as fast as we can and responsibly as we can, maybe, maybe the responsibility constraints does slow us down at times. But the fact that we're able to do as much as we can now is because we've focused specific attention to uh, quality of the people that we bring onto the team. And we are extremely selective and I'm extremely proud to be working with this team that we have, but the more we do, the more we, you know, we realize we have to do, the more we hire, the more we realize we need to hire. All right, and the things are just going to get a lot more fun in 2022. Final note, I'm super pumped to be talking to Scott on Wolf of All Streets coming up in, in about a couple of hours from now. It'll be a fun conversation. I, I highly recommend anyone who can uh, you know, think about listening. In. So all right, guys, I'll stop here. We can open it up to Q&A, and we'll see what other kinds of crazy questions we had coming through.
0: Awesome. Thank you, Rob. And I just want to say that I have so much fun right now. So thank you for that. Um, And thank you everybody for contributing with your questions as well uh, in each and every week that we host the Weekly Insider. Um, Let's see. So the first one is, uh, can Horizon support the Avalanche consensus protocol, which uses random sampling?
2: Interesting. Alberto, do you want to tackle that
1: one? Oh, okay. Um, Theoretically, I mean, we can uh, integrate on the sessions. uh, Okay, let's let's start from the, from the beginning. Uh, the consensus adopted on the sidechain side is is uh, completely uh, decoupled from from the main chain side. So theoretically, uh, you can adopt any kind of consensus on the sidechain side, side e- even uh, I mean uh, the Avalanche one or or, or others. Obviously, um, if you want to ha- have a proof for the whole history, uh, the consensus itself must be, uh, how to say, uh, recursive, uh, sorry, uh, snark-friendly and, uh, and more, I would say, even um, recursively uh, snark-friendly. But let me say, more in general, I would say that, uh, yeah, uh, we can support uh, any kind of consensus on the on the side-chain side.
0: Thank you, Alberto. The second question is, what is the transaction finality time on the main chain and sidechains?
5: you just keep on uh, keep on going there Alberto <laughs> suspected
1: okay so well, let's say that uh, for the Im- okay for the implementation that we have on the side chain side that uh, is using goroboros I mean and more in general uh, all the longest chain rule um, let me see blockchain uh, we can we not, we cannot speak properly about uh, finality you have negligible probability after some uh let me say blocks given uh for example the hash rate the hash power uh, and uh and also um given the, the the amount of stake. i mean you can you can calculate uh the probability after each block that this block uh that uh, a certain block with a certain let me say death will be final and um Final, right? With with that probability, there is uh, never, uh, even for, for, for Bitcoin and so on. Uh, let me say, at no, zero probability of uh, of uh, uh, being final. Obviously, uh, let me say, the more hash rate, uh, there is in a proof of work cryptocurrency, or uh, in relation to the um, uh, to the kind of proof of stake. Uh, Model you are using uh, and how much participation there is. Obviously, there. Uh, let me say the, the the level of finality increases uh, block by block, uh, uh, faster and faster. Let me say, given these parameters. So um, it really depends. Uh, uh, so for this kind of uh, of blockchains, it's it's a little bit. Uh, improper speaking about finality time but you can speak about uh, probability of uh, let me say m- uh, not being being reverted a-, a block and this is common to all the all the, all the all the blockchains that are using this kind of uh, uh, approach uh, there are uh, some um, analysis and some documents for example for what i mean for sure there are for proof of work blockchain so uh, like 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 for ours. Yeah, but also for uh, um for what regards the session side as we are adopting uh, um ouroboros um there are analyses that uh, show um let me say the probability of finality of a block uh, given certain parameters so there are papers uh, that are um published and in particular by by OHK, that are showing the property of the um, uh, Orobos prauss consensus, and I think these these are are the good. Let me say a good source for for getting. Uh, let me say the the the, the uh, final the answers on the, on the proper numbers.
0: Thank you. And the third and final question is: Is Horizon Turing complete? Mm-hmm.
5: Alberto I know you're dying to answer this one as well
1: <laughs> i mean let's say that on the side side uh, you can uh you you can extend logic as you as you wish, so we are not uh limited to a specific how to say um virtual machine with with specific rules and so on but uh, you can use, uh, let me say, for example, our SDK. is written is is written in uh, in in Scala and Java. So you can extend it uh, as you want uh, for uh, developing the logic and the and the rules that are uh, uh, let me say that applies to your specific use case. So I mean you have. Uh, let me see the full uh, freedom uh, to do whatever you want. And obviously, if you want to want to prove it also also this kind of additional lodging in the secret, you can do it as well.
0: Awesome! So those were the top three questions. Thank you, everyone, for contributing with them. Please stay tuned of our notifications and posts in our official uh, social media channels for everything that's coming up this week and later uh, for the rest of the year. Uh we wish you all a very good uh week and we'll see you all at the next weekly insider. Have a great day. Bye-bye.